This program is made possible by BibleWayMedia.org, overseen by the Ulaga Church of Christ in Ulaga, Oklahoma. Thank you for listening, and welcome to Diligent Teacher with my mom, Lisa Ull. Hello, ladies. You are listening to Diligent Teacher. I'm your host, Lisa Earl. Many times we teach young children that a parable is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. The word parable itself is from the Greek word parabole, para meaning beside and bala meaning to throw, with the idea of putting two ideas next to each other to make a comparison. Jesus used various ways to tell people the gospel, parables being one of them. There are over 30 parables recorded for us in the New Testament. In Matthew 13, verses 24 through 30, we find a parable commonly called the parable of the wheat and tares. What is interesting about this parable is that Jesus explains the meaning of it in verses 36 through 43 of that same chapter. So let's go ahead and read verses uh, 24 through 30. We'll talk about it and then we will get to the explanation. Verse 24. Another parable he put forth to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went away. But when the grain had sprouted and produced a crop, then the tares also appeared. So the servants of the owner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? He said to them, An enemy has done this. The servants said to him, Do you want us then to go and gather them up? But he said, No, lest while you gather up the tares you also uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest, and at the time of harvest I will say to the reapers, First gather together the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. A tear is a weed. The dictionary also defines it as an undesirable element, which holds very true in this parable. The big problem with tares was that it looked so much like the wheat that the farmer couldn't tell the difference until the heads of the plant came out, and by that time the roots were so tangled up together that pulling up the tares would also pull up the wheat. There were three different kinds of solutions to this problem of tares. First, The tares would not grow as tall as the wheat, so the wheat could be harvested over the top of the tares. Second, the reaper could separate the wheat and tares as he reaped. Then the tares would later be burned, which is what happened in this parable. But thirdly, the seed of the tares could be picked from the good grain before it was milled. But the point was being that it was necessary to separate the wheat from the tares before it was ground to flour because the tares, once ground, were semi-poisonous. Now, let's skip down to verses 36 through 43 to understand why Jesus told this parable and the meaning of it. Verse 36, Then Jesus sent the multitude away and went into the house, and his disciples came to him, saying, Explain to us the parable of the tares of the field. Now let's stop here for a second because it is important to note here that Jesus' disciples were confused by this parable. Confusion over scripture is not wrong necessarily. The problem comes in 
when we do not continually pursue the truth to make sure what we believe and what we teach is correct. We should always be pursuing the truth, trying to find out if we understand properly. Now, verse 37. He answered and said to them, He who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world, the good seeds are the sons of the kingdom, but the tares are the sons of the wicked one. The enemy who sowed them is the devil, the harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are the angels. Therefore, as the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of this age. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and those who practice lawlessness, and will cast them into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Jesus was using the wheat versus the tares as a comparison to good versus evil. Remember the definition of a tear, an undesirable element? Unrighteousness is an undesirable element to God. He doesn't want us to follow the sins of the world. He wants us to follow what He says because He created us and He knows what is best for us. He gives us the Bible so we are able to be righteous and desirable to Him. We should be the wheat, not the tares. The wheat is good. It is able to become sustenance for the farmer and his family. It is able to be sold so the farmer can house and clothe his family. It is an effect of the farmer's hard work. The tares, on the other hand, are bad. They pretend to be the wheat for a time, but then they show what they really are. They try to take over and drown out the good wheat, but they cannot. The best they can do is to entangle themselves with the wheat. And at the end, the farmer chooses the good over the bad, and the tares are burned because they are good for nothing. Are you ready to face that judgment? Are you ready to be sorted by God? Are you wheat or are you a tare? The judgment day is real and it is coming. We don't know when. It will come as a thief in the night, as we are told in 1 Thessalonians 5 2. The only way we can be ready is if we are the good wheat, if we are those people who believe God's word, who follows God's word, and who obey God's word. God has given us a plan of salvation to follow, and if we have not followed that plan, we are not ready for that day of judgment. We must hear his word, believe in his word, repent of the sins that we have been involved in, confess that Jesus Christ who walked to this earth to share the good news is the Son of God, be baptized for the remission of your sins and live faithfully to him. If you have followed God's plan for salvation, you are ready. If not, you need to make your life right so that you are not cast into the furnace of fire. It is a scary thing to be compared to a tear. Make sure you are the wheat. Thank you for taking the time to listen today and always remember to teach them diligently. Thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more 
about BibleWay Media by visiting us at BibleWayMedia.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We thank you for listening.